from the Willamette Valley in America's great Pacific Northwest. You are listening to the Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. No matter where you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful world, we all share. Hello, folks. Thank you for tuning in or for tuning in again. This is episode number 223, Oregon Matters. Governor Comrade Tina Kotex has a plan. More of our money gone. You know, you might be wondering, and I would certainly understand um, that myself. I would be wondering that, you know, if I'm going to be at all critical of my own state, um, why on earth would I do that? And simply put, I basically love this state. It's a very beautiful state. And it's got some very, very good people in this state. However, nothing's perfect. And I wanted to point out what is certainly not perfect. And this is because I want it to change. You can't have a situation where you're walking around blind to the realities of what should stay and what should go. And I'm going to go into that a bit deeper here um, with our the policies of our new governor. But a little bit, I want to give you a little bit of um, information for those of you who are listening to this and may not be from this state hell you might not even be from this country but i'm going to try to fill you in on a few things um so that way you will know now i realize i may um piss off a lot of locals but i you know that's I say what I say. Um, so with that, let's get started with what I consider to be one of the uh, ugliest, if not the ugliest, state capitol buildings in existence in the United States. I have been all over the United States, and I have been to quite a few of the uh, state's capitals. I can't say that I have been to every single one, but I've certainly been to most of them. And there are some that I think are very beautiful, and some not so beautiful. But this one... This one stands out and takes the cake as far as I'm concerned as the ugliest. 
Um, how to describe it? It is a very formidable-looking building. It is squared. It is stone. It is block. Block square windows. It's just a huge rectangle with square windows in it. Um, now, let's see. Add to that, take a paint bucket and set that smack in the middle. And then, on top of that, put a, um, a statue. In this case, it is called the Pioneer Man. It's also known as the Golden Man. I believe that was something that was uh, put up there in the 19, around 1938, I believe it was. And basically, the strange... What's really strange about all of this, besides this incredibly authoritarian, this this thing, for this 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 very very sad excuse for a Capitol building. I tell you, if you want uh, another visual on it, think of this: way back in the eighties when there was still, when the Soviet Union uh, existed, and it had the various satellite states all around it of these make-believe countries with these make-believe names ending in, uh, you know, Dingalingistan and so forth, and it just, they were the satellites, Soviet satellite states. And in those Soviet satellite states, this was the what you would consider their, their capitals of these. And every one of them, it, that's what it looks like. It looks like a fucking 1980 Soviet gulag, failed Soviet state, quasi-prison-looking thing it is that ugly and so that's uh, that's what it is but what is what is really peculiar what I think they should have done since they had the time that they could have done this and say in 1938 what they might might as well have done is instead of having this gold man, which reportedly no one liked, and I hope a lot of people don't like it now, I think it's, well, I think it's garish, but think, then again, I think the, you know, the whole thing, the entire thing should be raised to the ground. But that's me. At any rate, um, yeah, shit, they might, instead of having the gold pioneer man, what they... What they might as well have done, what would be, I think, more fitting, they should have just put a statue of Lenin. 
because what ties into being so strange about this is that all of these, all of the draconian, you know, lefty socialist policies, everything coming out that's affecting the major city of Portland um, is coming from here in Salem. But they're very careful that most of this that's going on to appease Portland that was put on to Portland or whatever arrangement that they made, it was made very clear, at least, I would say, in particular, at least in, if you don't count the last 15 or 20 years, that um, those things passed, ironically, here in Salem, were not enacted so much here in Salem. There was a whole lot of things. In other words, the real testbed of all of this lunacy was geared towards the public demand of what the crazy crazies in Portland wanted. And they said, fine, here. And that's what, that's what happened. And so that absolutely directed, those policies were directed and that affected um, Portland. And it also affected Eugene, which is to the south. And um, it's the third largest city, I believe, still. It's, it's been very close. Perhaps it's, perhaps it's past Salem now. I'm not really certain on that, but even so. So, yeah, that is the strangeness of this. In other words, everything wrong that's been going on and continues to go wrong because uh, Governor Tina Kotex, or Comrade Governor, as I refer to her, um, yes, she's simply just picked up the mantle and is uh, continuing on uh, with the, so far, with the uh, policies of her predecessor, which was uh, Governor Kate Brown, as though in those policies were absolutely um, disastrous. And she has passed off the mantle and they're picking without losing a beat and picking up doggedly right where they left off. And okay, so it's not as though that, you know, Portland hasn't been dragged into the ground enough as it is with these failed uh, social experiments. Um, that's not they it has to they just want to keep grinding it in endlessly. And so to give you an example of this, um, it, because we've been having having this situation, it's going on, and it's been going on for quite some time. And most people here are sick of it, and there's not much that can be done. But, um, yeah, we have certain people that have 
uh, refused to do their jobs, in this case, a whole group of Republicans, and uh, they refused to do their jobs, and they still are not back at work, and they're not going to... Um, they're not going to, to pass any laws. They're not going to do anything. They refuse to do their jobs. And um, Governor Kotex, uh, Comrade Kotex, refuses to do the right thing, and that would be to fire their asses. I talked about this, I believe, uh, I don't know, two, three weeks ago, I think it was episode 208, it may have been. I could be mistaken, but I believe it was. And I was going, I was, I was going through all this then. <coughs> and regardless of, you know, their party affiliation, this is not partisan. It would be, I would say the same damn thing if it were Democrats, doesn't matter. But but excuse me, correct me if I'm wrong. On a, this is your job, and um, I don't know of too many jobs where you know you just tell the boss, you fold your arms, and you know tell the boss and says, uh, "No, the hell with you." I'm you know I'm I'm just gonna take a personal vacation. Um, you'd, you'd be, uh, if you're saying this is, I'm dedicated to this cause as part of what they're, they're said, saying is that we're, we're dedicated. So if I were governor, which I'm not, but something like this could happen, I'd say, oh, okay. All right. Well, I, I totally can understand that. Uh, I could even respect that. So, I'm I'm with you. Uh, you could take all the time off that you want because you are dedicated to your cause. That means your ass is fired. And not only that, you will not qualify for another, you know, position in government as a congressman, senator, representative, anything. You know, I don't know, put a time limit on it just off the top. Say, I don't know, 40 years, something. So for most of them, that would be, for most, that would be an effective lifelong ban. You want to practice your principles because here's my principles. The principles being your ass was hired to do this job. Not to be, you know, kicking around your own partisan uh, hissy fit on this you're you know get to work get in there and do your job or your ass is fired see do you see how simple that is and get some people in there that understand this and put some teeth into the laws and this ship wouldn't have been going on because in this report they're saying you know, the hundreds of bills and all these things are, you know, they're backing up. Well, what in the hell do you expect to happen? You know, this, uh, I'm getting part of this, this news report here is from the Salem Reporter. And it was dated, um, let's see, June 9th. And says, Governor Tina Kotex withdraws request for 50-cent surcharge on alcohol for mental health services. 
So what does this have to do with what I was just talking about? Well, I'm going to explain. Just go a little bit further here. This is Governor, uh, the, the governor here, Comrade Kotex, has dropped her request for the Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission to add another 50 cent surcharge to bottles of alcohol to fund mental health and addiction services. She asked for the surcharge in her February budget, but on Wednesday, she sent a letter to the commission's board saying the tax was no longer needed. And I will skip that because you just heard she's just saying, nope, we don't need that. However, what I would like to note, you will notice, and this is what they do. They do this shit all the time because as soon as they need or want money the tax the people they're taxing first of all they shouldn't be taxing at all but they want the tax she's very quick to tax the people who can't afford it that's the people who really can't afford it anyway and then, on top of that, then you here, here come the fucking idiotic arguments. So, the point is, she didn't tax it because she withdrew it, but she wanted to. And so, on the surface, if you, you know, you... You read this, you look at this thing, you say, okay, well, it's to help the mentally, so it's, it's for a good cause. Actually, No. It's it's all like everything else. Um, you have to read the fine print. And for going further down here to explain further, the legislature has yet to pass a budget due to the continuing Republican-led walkout in the state Senate, which has brought floor votes to a halt. They object to a bill to expand access to gender-affirming care and guarantee abortion rights for minors. The session has to end by June 25th, and a continuing stalemate will leave hundreds of bills on the table. The surcharge would have doubled the tax on bottles of hard liquor, raising 90 million, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not going to read all of it. And it goes on with more. The, the idiocy is just never ending. Um, and before I go further with that, I recognize certainly by, you know, conservative Christian types that they really identify with what I just stated the reason they walked out of. But I'm what I'm trying to say is despite that, you also know, or you should know, if you're being intellectually honest, that you still have a job to do and you simply can't just be childlike and fold your arms and say, no, mm, I'm not going to, if you're not good, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to walk out. Now, you can't 
be, even be as a conservative, you can't look at this honestly. You can't say, well, it was completely justified. Not if you're being intellectually honest, you can't. Or shit, they have a job to do. They have to do their job. And that's not doing their job. That, <laughs> that is what we call, what I call, a getting a free ride. Something that uh, so-called social conservatives are supposed to hate that so much. Oh, they're all getting a free ride, free lunch, and free this. Well, yeah, when you're getting all those benefits, a handsome salary, tons of benefits, and your ass isn't doing your job, that is the exact same thing. Be intellectually honest. So, anyway, uh, they says, yeah, they wanted to pass this 50 cents here. That's doubling the current tax on hard liquor. And let's see, uh, it says, talking about a group, um, yeah, it would have gotten $90 million over two years from behavioral, for behavioral health care and addiction services. That is something else that can be talked about at length. Again, sounds really good, but it's not. Anyway, <clears throat> a Portland-based group that supports people in recovery, which is Oregon Recovers. The group's executive director, Mike Marshall, said in the statement that Oregon Recovers was disappointed by the decision. Quote, Oregon must charge its, uh, I'm sorry, Oregon must change its destructive relationship with alcohol and raising the price of distilled spirits is the single most effective action the OLCC can take to end Oregon's alcohol addiction crisis. Okay, before I go any further, that is just absolute and complete pedigreed horseshit. But anyway, let's go on. Um, yeah. Oh, it said uh, the Liquor Control Act empowers and mandates the OLCC to protect Oregon taxpayers from the economic damage caused by alcohol consumption and protect Oregon consumers from the devastating health consequences due to the current industry-friendly pricing structure. OLCC commissioners must stop prioritizing their personal financial interest over what is in the best interest of all Oregonians. Well, Mr. Marshall... We wouldn't, by any stretch of the imagination, just happen to be proselytizing at all, would we? Because the facts that you observe and what is actually taking place on Portland streets, that seems to be a bit at odds with reality, sir. Anyway, I... I've listened to this drivel I don't know how many times, and what I am trying to point out here, in case if if you know if you've been able to to climb up off the floor from laughing, um it, it's it's never the stupidity is simply just never ending. Um you it, it it's it's worse than Keystone Cops. 
and nothing here can get done and nothing to nothing mandated nothing to change that nothing with any teeth you have a governor who is only concerned with uh, basically when i say very leftist ideological agenda that's it be damned anything else and to a certain extent um you could say the same thing for all the Republicans that walked out. But at least, I mean, she didn't walk out on, on her job. They have. There needs to be and should be a penalty. There needs to be a very significant penalty. And that way, when their ass is fired and they can't work in any, in any related public service sphere at all for life, Barred can't do it, at least not in the state of Oregon. And maybe that will send a clear picture to others that uh, you can't just pick up your ball or pick up your toys and walk away and leave everything else hanging that needs to be taken care of. And that's what's at issue here. And then you'll notice... With Com Comrade Kotex, that, um, yeah, she wants to at, at at any time, just testing the waters there, you know, with the with the with the uh, with the toe, as testing the waters, just willy nilly, like pulling this shit out of their ass. Well, you know, I was going to double up on the tax for bottles of you know hard liquor or what, but you know, hey, it's okay. I I don't really. I was just kidding. I I don't. Um, that's what that is. That's testing the waters. Because they anything that they're doing, what this is where you have the classic case of the snake eating its tail. That they're saying, we want to do this in order to help this. But then they turn around and they penalize the very same people that they claim that they want to help. That, that's a senseless circle. And as far as the details, the on the mental health, um, how, let's say, the funds are, you know, allocated, I don't have the time to go into it in this uh, broadcast, but it is, it is, it is beyond stupid. It is, it is just, it is money wasted in so many ways and on so many levels. And so you have Mr., you know, his fellow, I believe it's Mr. Marshall, is it? And he's going to um, pound, his, pound his fist. And he's going to talk, yes, Mike Marshall. And he's going to talk about, well, you know, you, you shouldn't, and people's lives are at stake. And he, he's this person with, you know, Oregon Recovers, which sounds really, again, sounds really good. Um, well, apparently, your practices, if this is the best you can do, if this is the best result, my God, Portland looks, it looks like a hellscape. 
this is the best that this is it oh wait a minute wait a minute hold on hold on i know it's coming you just don't have enough funding there yep saw that one coming if you just had they always want a bit more just need a little bit more if we just had <clears throat> yeah anyway um i i don't <laughs> i i don't know what else to say about this folks um but for you folks who are local i'm sure you'll you'll get it you'll understand and anybody else is listening to this it, it's 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 just it's beyond belief so what i do know this as far as um all of these these people in this those people and i would say pretty much all of them so see i'm not being particular i don't care about d's or r's in front of their i don't care about any of that shit and of course that includes you know comrade kotex as well um but they have they have one thing all in common all of them together they have one thing in common they get what they want and really they don't give a shit biscuit whether you like it or not. Take care. So what did you think of this episode? You can go on over to theearnestmanshow.com, find this particular episode number, and leave a comment for me and the rest of the world just below the player in the comments section. And additionally, unlike platforms such as this, I do not treat you or want to treat you as a child. I don't want to tell you what language you can use. I don't want to prescribe what are good words or what are, mm, those are bad words. I want you to have the freedom to express yourself exactly the way you wish. Until next time, this is Ernest Mann reminding you that there are no bad words only bad actions. <laughs>